Hello, everybody. Welcome to Repeater. My name is Evan, and this is Pat. He got I it. <laughs> I forgot for a second. Yeah, he forgot his name. Uh, today on the show, we welcome comedian and performer at the Magnet Theater and with Story Pirates, Abby Russell. Abby, hello. 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 Hi. Um, I just want to let everyone know I'm recovering from a head cold, so I'm Sorry. <laughs> and we want to let everyone know that we appreciate that Abby came out to do this episode. It's true. Yeah, I am the real hero of this episode. Yes. <laughs> um, please say so in the comments below. This yeah. is on YouTube, right? <laughs> yeah, this will be on YouTube. Uh, we're filming this right now in 360, uh, and everyone's going to really dig it. Okay, cool. Um, no, Abby is joining us today to talk about a song mm-hmm. that she likes or that means something to her, because that's what this show is about. So, Abby, what song did you want to talk about today? Um, I chose St. Vincent's Paris is Burning. I love it. Let's listen Great. to a clip right now. There's way more to that song. Suck on that, guys. <laughs> and it's a great song. Um, oh, thank it's a you. I didn't song. write it, but right. Yeah, this is one of those things where, Congrats like, to you. I'm sure all of your guests say this, but I feel like it's so scary to be like, "Here's a song I like," because I feel like people are so judgy about music. Yeah, people are, and I do think we get that a lot. Like, people try to pick songs that they won't be judged for. Right. Um, but we try to have a low judgment bar. That's good. A low okay. bar of judgment. I don't, I don't think that phrase makes sense, even though I said it two different ways. I understand what you're saying. Um, but I think people get what I'm going for. Yeah. That's uh, not what you're stepping in. Exactly. You're picking up what I'm throwing yeah. out. Um, um, I don't know any more of those. <laughs> uh, uh, why, did, why, why this song? Um, well, I don't know. This is the first song I thought of when you asked me. But um, I guess because I like... I feel like around the time I was listening to the song was when I was like really getting into music. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like just moved right before my sophomore year of high school. So I really didn't know anyone and I really didn't have any friends in high school until I kind of like later, like my senior year basically. Um, so I like got really into music and like really keeping up with music and I was like playing the piano and the guitar. And this song was one of the first songs I really taught myself on the guitar. Oh, cool. And kind of was like excited to do it and sort of like spiraled and like, all these other songs I sort of figured out how to play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where were you moving from and where were you moving to? I was moving from Alexandria, Virginia, which is like just outside of D.C., um, to Cambridge, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that would have been, what was that, like mid-high school or beginning that of high school? That was the summer before my sophomore year. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it sucked. It was also like my sister had just gone off to college, so <laughs> yeah. it was like just me and my dad and his girlfriend, which is like fine. I like got along well with them. And like, I don't know, maybe more independent, which is good. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. I kind of grew up a lot because of it. Um, but it was also one of those things. I don't know. It's also one of those things where like, I'm glad I have improv and comedy stuff now. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, I sort of found improv to be more proactive about meeting people. Um, and whereas in high school, when I moved, I kind of like retreated into myself versus like going out and talking to people. Right. Yeah. 
yeah that makes, I I guess mean, that kind makes of, a lot of sense yeah i retreated into like music especially like i remember i would like listen to music like walking from class to class it was like five minutes but whenever i was like not engaged in class i was like i'm putting my headphones on yeah, you could fit a song in yeah exactly yeah i mean that's the age to like, like that's the age to get obsessed with stuff yeah, and totally. also to i think to like be uh what's the word I'm looking for? It's like not really being introspective and not, but like that idea that you described of turning inward, I feel like that's a really common thing yeah. for teenagers in general, much less like new to a school sort of thing. Yeah, totally. Um, one thing that I like occurs to me though about you saying this is that like when Pat and I were in high school, I think the version of this would have been a lot of like emo music and stuff uh-huh. like that. And I'm sort of just like jealous that you, yeah. you were around just a little bit later and like, <laughs> the cool like the cool music wave. was like well, much better <laughs> i almost picked because in middle school i was like very into fiona apple so that was uh also great was gonna also go great. <laughs> yeah because i used to carry around a uh walk man or disc mm. man with me yeah with the hint the door on the top was broken so i had to kind of finagle <laughs> it and whatever uh and i carried around like a binder of cds with me so at lunch i could go outside i lived across the street but i would go to the park and I like also sit lived in the across park. the street and it was amazing. Well, it was amazing. But it was also like I never had lunch with people. Oh, <laughs> like I yeah. would just go sit at home alone, which is like great. But <laughs> I live down the street. We all oh, live really close I to know. our high schools. <laughs> um, I couldn't go out. I couldn't go home though without getting in trouble. Oh, I was technically, it was so stupid. You were technically like allowed to leave campus to like these sort of like the block within the school. Uh-huh. There are like a couple of places you could eat at, but like they would yell at me for going to my house, which is insane. So I would like have to like I had the sneak same there. Thing. Yeah, it was yeah. like crazy. But I'm like, it's just as far as this place right. next door. Uh, we had a, when, what was that? A fire drill. Went outside in front of my parents' house, my house at the time, you know. <laughs> and so I went and just sat on the lawn and I got in trouble for that. So like, you can't do that. I was like, yes, I can. Live That's here. my dad. <laughs> I have the keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So did you get really into St. Vincent in general? Oh, yeah, you totally. Kind of, I'm still really into St. Vincent. I like her a lot. Yeah. I mean, she's awesome. Yeah. I, right? Yeah. I've seen her live a bunch of times. Seeing yeah. her live was like one of the first times, like you hear people say like, oh, they're so much better live than on the album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? That's insane. I don't understand how that could be. And then I saw her live and I was like, oh, I totally get it. <laughs> like, I see whatever he's talking about. Yeah. It's because yeah. you get like that, the loudness with like it. Like the energy. Yeah. Like, yeah you know, it's sort of more spontaneous. It kind of feels like you're, you know, experiencing something that like only you know, right. you know. That's why you get along so well with fish fans, right? Um, absolutely. <laughs> 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 I don't think I could point out a fish song if someone played it for me. <laughs> no one can. That's the secret is that they're unidentifiable songs. Perfect. <laughs> um, oh my God. I remember one time I thought I was being low key shopping for an acoustic guitar and, uh, after like 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes in the store, the guy walks over to me. He's like, Hey, can I uh, help you with anything? And I was like, no, I'm good. Um, just like looking at all these different guitars. And he's like, yeah, well, he's like, you might want to be interested in something like this. I heard you playing a uh, fish song earlier. <laughs> like I just like recommended a guitar based on the fact that I'd, he'd overheard of me playing a fish song. And I was like, Oh yeah. Uh, fuck me. I'm embarrassed. I guess. Uh, did you go with that guitar? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> can't remember. I guess that's one of those things where, like, after you have, like, a traumatic incident, you, like, yeah, black, black it out, out of your memory. Yeah. <laughs> <God>, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it about St. Vincent that, like... Oh, I don't know. I mean, well, I think her music's just good. I think it was mm-hmm. also, like, 
kind of some of the first stuff I was listening to that felt like not necessarily like sort of genreless in a way, mm-hmm. you know, like I yeah. think she is of a genre certainly, but she was kind of like my sort of stepping stone into like the indie music world, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so there was definitely that and like learning her songs, her songs are super fun to play on the guitar. Yeah. I'm not like a particularly good guitarist, but I would just like look up all of these videos of her playing it and like figure out how to play, which was super fun, especially cause like at the time I felt like I was the only other person who knew how to play this song. And like, I'm sure that wasn't true, but like, sure. you know, when you're like 15 in high school, it's like, Oh, I'm like sharing this special thing with this person. You know what I mean? That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. And I would think around that time she was like new enough. It is yeah. one of those things where you're, like, you're trying to look up how to play songs. It's like yeah, a lot of times the songs that are current aren't like that widely distributed in mm-hmm. terms of like tablature yeah, totally. and that kind of stuff. So yeah. there is something about like knowing a newer song that I think you feel that much more connected to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like I did look up like tabs for it and I looked up like tutorial videos and there weren't any. Yeah. I wound up making my own yes, for awesome. like a bunch of her songs. They're you, probably still up somewhere maybe hero. 15. You thank are the you, hero. You, As we you. established <laughs> at the top of this episode, you are the hero. Usually when I would find the tabs that were like bad or wrong, I'm just like, well, I guess I'm never going to learn that song. Yeah, and like I would get really frustrated because I would see like a shitty tutorial or I would see something. Am I allowed to swear on this? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Great. Um, anyway, Sorry, <laughs> um, I would see like a crappy tutorial or I would see something that was like not like inaccurate. Um, and it would just make me want to have like the exact right way to do it more mm-hmm. and make me feel prouder for like figuring it out, you know? Yeah. 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 She does a lot of uh, like instructional videos now. Say um, Vincent does? Oh my God. Yeah. Really? And there, There's one that is horrible to try to describe in the audio medium. <laughs> But she describes how she essentially does like these sweeping harmonics. Oh, I think I have seen that. Yeah. Oh my god. Does she also talk about how she would like play like above Uh the? I don't. It's not the bridge, but it's like that point before where you like adjust the tuning. The nut. Yeah. The nut. Yeah. Oh yeah, she like play above the nut. It gives off this like harpish kind of sound. Yeah. 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 I mean, she rules, and she knows it. Like I mean, like she is super talented. Yeah. She's, like, she's kind of she's like so good. beyond, I don't know. She's like beyond a typical singer songwriter yeah. or even beyond like the front person of a band, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, totally. And I, I also think like being like a 15 year old girl was especially exciting to watch her like fucking shred on the guitar yeah. and be like so good. Yeah. But like also still be like feminine and like very much like the lead of the band, you know, without being like a pop singer, which is like right. nothing wrong with that. But sure. like, as a 15-year-old girl, like, that wasn't what I was interested in. Yeah, I mean, she really seems to kind of do it all. Yeah, even, totally. like, in the... Even referencing sort of what you are talking about before with, like, the inlet to indie rock or whatever, mm-hmm. it's, like, she probably at this point helps steer that genre. And yeah. is, like, yeah. a... She is sort of a tentpole of it, yeah, I totally. would even argue. You know, so it's, like, yeah, she kind of gets to do whatever the heck she wants and that's got to be cool you know if you're a fan you're like yeah that's probably a very attractive thing about her yeah totally yeah and it's also weird like because i've seen her live a bunch i haven't really seen her so much in this on her like later tours but um it's also weird seeing like the progression of all of her stuff because like i remember her first tour she would have like the two microphones she would have like her one normal one and like this weird condenser microphone that would like sound all distorted Mm -hmm. And, like, she stopped doing that, and she kind of stopped with some of, I guess, like, gimmicky is not the best word, but some of the more gimmicky stuff. But now, like, on her latest tour, she has, like, choreographed dance moves, and, like, I feel like she plays the guitar much less. It's just, like, very interesting to see her sort of, like, grow up doing it as well, you know? 
Yeah, because I associate her with just fuzz, like that oh, really? really loud. Yeah, like the crunchy, like. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah. the first thing I ever saw from her was her cover of Dig a Pony. Oh, yeah. Where she's singing through a harmonized mic and like that. Yeah, and that's, yeah. It's great to see that she's gone, okay, I did that. Yeah, now I'm going to do totally. these like robot dances. And like she doesn't feel like she needs to be kind of married to that or married to like one style or one genre or like just sort of one way of playing, which I appreciate. And also what I think it was interesting, I think, because that, was that like one of the Dumbo sessions? That, I think so. Yeah, because like in the, one of the same sessions she did is a cover of These Days, which yeah. is like such a good cover. And like I love... It's like a Nico song. Yeah, it's a Nico song. Yeah, I think that's like from James her first Brown. EP. Yeah, totally. Um, it's by Jackson Brown. Jackson yeah. Brown, that's what it is, yeah. Um, but she like, I love that she can have like these sort of kind of more tender songs, I guess, as well as like a Dig a Pony type of song mm-hmm. or like a Crocodile or like Grote type of song, which yeah. I think is awesome. Yeah. What else um, were you kind of like obsessed with at that, this age? Ooh boy, I don't oh man, what or was that? Or other artists or even like thing. Like like I don't know if this is when uh I don't know if like film was a thing you got into yeah, at totally. this age or whatever. I mean, I had grown up watching films. I still love films. I have a film degree, so um I definitely was like into films then too. I don't know. I think I also started really getting into video games more then. Oh, yeah. I kind of always played games, but I feel like that was sort of when I was like getting a little more not serious about it, but like I would actually like finish a game I started. Um, I'm trying to think of like specifics. I don't know. I'm sure there's lots of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about? Uh, like what rules about gaming? Oh, um, hmm. Well, I feel like what's fun about gaming is like one, you're like getting immersed into this world, and like you're absolutely a part of it. But it's also like totally a storytelling and like art medium Mm -hmm. which I feel like people don't really respect it as that even though it totally is like you can look at games like The Last of Us which is like very cinematic and very much like a story Um, and then you can also look at games like oh boy I don't know like Firewatch or something which is another sort of more cinematic story but there's like these stories that really like move you and I love the Mm -hmm. sort of storytelling aspect of it but I also love playing games like inside where like the story isn't as on the surface it's much more like um, I don't know, it's sort of interpretive and more of like an art piece, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Do yeah. you guys play games? Do you? No. Okay. I know. I feel like I'm like referencing stuff that people are just like, oh, okay. And uh-huh. like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, I used to a yeah. lot, but, um, you know, working at an office and sitting at a desk all day, yeah. I sort of, you know, put a damper on my wanting to sit and like sit in front of a TV when I get home from sitting at a desk all day. But you are now into RPGs a good amount, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, there's something I think that's probably similar. That is true about getting in playing something. You know, obviously, yeah, both totally. games yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, participatory storytelling is yeah. kind of what it feels yeah. like. Lots yeah, of the time. totally. But I also think there's something to be said about like like a game you play on the subway, you know? Like, I don't think you can discount those just because they're short or they're sort of like, quote unquote, casual, you know? I think they're Mm -hmm. absolutely part of like, kind of the genre and like, you're a gamer if you enjoy those. I think most people are, they don't really think about it because they don't have an Xbox, you know? Sure. I think if anything, it's reframed how to think of like storytelling as like a whole. Yeah. Because like some of my favorite games recently have been very casual. Yeah. Um, I played this one, <clears throat> on PlayStation. I mm-hmm. do not remember the name, but the whole point of the game is you run around and you collect these little tokens and your cape grows longer. 
<laughs> and as your cape grows longer, you can jump higher and fly further. Journey? I think that's yeah, what it was. Journey. Yeah, That's another really good like art game. It's because great. then other players show up and they help you through and they yeah. have this little symbol over their head and that's that person and you can't communicate past like pinging little, them. Little like chirps. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like amazing too, especially because I remember the first time I played that game and like the other person showed up and I was like, I can't tell if this is a computer. I can't tell if right. this is like a real person. So there's like this real mystery of it. And like because they are just random people online, I've like played with some people who are like more playful as they do it, and other people who are just like trying to grind through and get to the end of the story. It's only like a two-hour-long thing once you finish yeah. it. But yeah. yeah, Journey is very good. That one was fascinating because yes. the the person that was helping me along the way, um, and just out of that little pinging, you could tell that this person was yeah. like very excited and wanted to help. And the way the game went, uh, I lost them. Oh, and I like yeah. had this moment, like this intense moment of sadness because I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's also interesting to play like once you've done it a couple of times as the more experienced person mm-hmm. and like sort of help mentor someone through it. It's like, I don't know. It's, it, that is an example of like a game that is truly a piece of art. And like when people are like games are stupid, games like are just a waste of time. I'm like, okay, well, you haven't played games then. <laughs> you haven't played the right ones. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. The last game I played was a like text game mm-hmm. called Lifeline. Uh, this was like last year, maybe the year before. And now I'm like really uh, paranoid that there's this, there's this new movie coming out called Life. And like I'm convinced that it is a ripoff of this game and that the, <laughs> the guy who made the game is not getting any um, like money Is it for about it like anything. space stuff? Yeah. Oh, really? So like Lifeline is like follows like this one character who encounters right a planet or a mm-hmm. ship i think that's uh abandoned and he he or she like goes they go down to the planet and like start to encounter these like green blobs and you kind of learn that after times like oh those are the things that destroyed everything that's why there's nothing left right and then life the movie that's coming out is a crew like a whole crew on a ship who encounter like this life form that starts as a cell and just like gets bigger and basically like looks like it becomes a blob yeah that is like slowly attacking them and killing them um but the art like the thing that's super convincing is that literally the poster art is like a ripoff of the app that's insane and i'm like and it's lifeline and life and it's like if you're gonna do it all so close like you better be paying yeah, I wonder developer. if it's like a credit or like an adaption or something. That's I like. Not... I tried to look it up, and people were like, uh, "The idea is just not even that original, so oh. maybe it's like not." And so I don't, because it was also I think a little like indie, yeah, ga- oh, the game sucks. company that like I think just probably didn't have leverage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's such a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool sounding game though. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was like a text adventure. I just remember that I played it, and it's like one of those things where. I, I was like, it doesn't really feel like a game because everything I do works. Like, oh, everything, it's yeah. like I get scared or mm-hmm. like something happens, but then ultimately I'm fine. And I remember I told uh, our friend Tony about it and I was like, hey man, I've been like obsessed with this game. But I was like, it's not really a game as much as like a story that you're just get like walking through. And then he was like, okay, cool. I'll check it out. And then he died like six times in a row. And I was like, <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? It's not a game. And I was like, uh, just too I, good. Think, I was literally like, I didn't think you could die. <laughs> and he kept That's dying. Amazing. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, Abby, thanks so much for joining oh, us. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's been wow. wonderful wow. chatting. I know yeah. it's already over. Uh, um, can you call me a hero one more time? You are a hero. Yeah.
Uh, where can people see you or find out what you're doing? Um, I'm actually leaving tomorrow for Iceland. So if Ooh. you're going to go to the Iceland Improv Festival, come catch my improv Oh, that's team. awesome. Come catch um, I'm sure this will air long after that's Probably, been done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so just Wednesdays at the Magnet or at like elementary schools across New a, York. You got a Twitter handle? Oh, yes, I do. Um, please follow me on Twitter. Dingleberry Finn. Yep. <laughs> at <laughs> Y-B-B-A-A-A-B-B-Y. It's my... Uh, name backwards and then forwards with like another A added. Anyway, please follow me on Twitter. I'm always trying to get my numbers up. Um, yeah. I'm also a hero on Twitter. Thank she you. Good. <laughs> is always a hero. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, now, after this next part, when I point to you, read what's on that post-it note, okay? Okay. Uh, so we just want to thank everybody for listening. We want to thank Abby again for coming in. Hit. Uh, oh, wait. No, I pointed to you prematurely. <laughs> Isn't that the stupidest thing? I just didn't You're follow like my talking. own direction at all. We've done this show before. <laughs> um... Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please, we would love you if you would subscribe and rate us and review us. All those little things help. Tell Abby she's a hero. Tell Abby (laughs) she's a hero. Thank Abby if you see her for being a hero. And until next time. Hit repeat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Repeater is hosted by Evan Ford Barden and Patrick Cartelli. This episode was recorded at Magnet Training Center in New York City, where they offer classes in improv, musical improv, sketch writing, storytelling, and more. Find out more at magnettheater.com. Visit us online at repeater.show for live dates, hot music tips, and show archives. Theme music by the Sun Lions. Everything else by Love Nest Productions. Welcome to Repeater. <laughs>